Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. Loki, I thought about, because I needed a school-appropriate costume today, which, oh, that reminds me, I need to do a gram today. Anyway, um, oh I <laughs> I need to brand myself. I was thinking about what school-appropriate costume I could be today, yeah. and Loki, I was thinking about being Allie from A Star is Born and just taping some peas onto my hand. Oh, my God. Can you imagine just teaching? Your teacher just <laughs> walks in with frozen peas on her hand. <laughs> Like, man, and also her just like howling all the vowels. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, with I, the microphone, you just like serenade. In the ear. <laughs> um, I mean, I do that basically all the time because right. I I wear a microphone at school. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. They told me to stop, but I do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they it's told like, me. I, <laughs> they told me I throw my voice fine enough, but like. <laughs> I'm a star, just, so... I'm off the defense. <laughs> I... What if I just said shallow instead of, like, curse words? So I was like, God, shallow! Like... <laughs> I could have done this. Maybe I'll do it next year when, like, nobody remembers this movie. Um, uh, yes. Anyways, I went as Rose the Riveter today. Cute. Um, and... Everybody was like, who's that? And I was like, get out of my classroom. Like, <laughs> you don't know who this is. I, the lady- I failed it as a teacher. <laughs> if you don't know. And so I put up two photos for my kids today. I was like, who wore it better? And I put up Rosie. And then I put up Leslie Nope wearing Rosie. <laughs> and they were like, Miss Johnson, it's the same thing. And I was like, that's goddamn right. So let's move on. Miss <laughs> Johnson, who are any of these people? <laughs> I'm 12. <laughs> Uh, Cody, how the fuck you doing? I'm doing, you know? Oh. You know? Yeah, I know. I know that feel. <laughs> uh, to peek behind the curtain, we are recording this on Halloween, so spook, 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 spook. Yeah, but there is the going to be... this is up, it will be irrelevant, so... Yeah, please know ahead of this that there are going to be some delayed spooks for you. Yeah, just um, imagine us currently as we normally are, but just like a little bit more glitter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, like, paint that mental picture, and you're there. Great. Thank you. Yeah, when you listen to this, it'll be Christmas. Like, we'll be on that Christmas creep. <laughs> Father um, time is taken over this podcast. <laughs> it's now um, New Year's. But we are still in Halloween town. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, my God, Cody. Okay. What's so up, the most man? embarrassing thing happened today. Sure. I love that. I was talking to my mentor teacher, and my mentor teacher was like, hey, what do you do for fun? I was like, that's a good joke that you have. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh. <laughs> and I just said, finger guns, and I walked out of my own classroom. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like, I this is school. your office <laughs> back here. <laughs> yeah. I'm so good at deflecting questions. Anyways, somehow I accidentally was like, oh, yeah, well... 
you know, I do stuff. And she's like, well, what are you doing today? And I was like, well, that's a great question. Um, I'm going to therapy. And then I'm going uh-huh. to podcast. And she's like, oh, like, listen to podcasts? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, what is your podcast about? And I was like, you really don't want to know the answer to that. No, no, no. And somehow that answer was worse than just saying it. Because then <laughs> then people just jumped to the worst possible thing right yeah which i don't know what is worse than what we do right i can't imagine a podcast that is just worse than ours (laughs) yeah across the board just like this is the worst podcast regardless i ended up just being like so i do i do a podcast about twilight um and then she was like so is this the part where i tell you that i saw twilight in port angeles for the first time and i was like my neck snapped back (laughs) (laughs) and apparently her husband grew up in port angeles okay and the best part about this cody her husband named jacob I swear to God, I was going to say, is Jacob Black? <laughs> <laughs> so You're I telling just me feel- there's a real-ass man that lives in Port Angeles whose name is Jacob. I gotta go. I you gotta know there go. was, like, one guy who was, like, born about the same time that Stephanie Meyer was writing these. Sure. Probably, like, one year older or something. Yeah. And you know his name was, like, Jacob brown (laughs) like and it's like god fuck like i didn't ask for any of this i feel like that would have been a popular name around that time too absolutely jacob is like it's biblical yeah shit ain't going out of style (laughs) (laughs) shit is rotten tomatoes fresh you know what i mean fucking know what not a lot of people are named mary anymore what's up with that the bible (laughs) I'm gonna go tweet at the Bible right now and see what the fuck is up. You know whose names we don't hear of? (laughs) I'm gonna go tweet at the Pope. (laughs) Hey, you're cool, right? Like, what's the deal? Hey, Pope, why don't you name kids Adam anymore? There's a lot of good Vine material with that. What's up? That's true. That's true. Although we got Adam Driver, so really, that's the only Adam we need. Low-key, I was waiting for a celebrity to make fun of the... Uh, shirtless Adam Driver meme. Uh-huh. I haven't seen it. Yeah, one of these days. That would be a good Halloween costume if your body is built horribly. <laughs> or you just, like, dressed up in, like, a box and then just put pants <laughs> around. Just, like, truth of six men. <laughs> <laughs> just a fucking unit, you know? Yeah, yeah a tank. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. That's so good. So I want to quickly give you a middle school corner. Yes, please. Because I know it's Christmas when you all are listening to this. Um, (laughs) It's 2020. (laughs) But here's the thing. Today was Halloween in our timeline. Yeah. And my students, every student, unfortunately, in this middle school, was allowed to dress up. Yeah. (sighs) So (laughs) here are a few notable ones that I saw today. I saw a boy in a red cape. And Wings, who was apparently Red Bull, TM, TM, TM. That's very Uh, good. It was the best. Yeah. I saw quite a few students do the, like, I'm going to tape 
notebook paper onto my clothes and say like error 404 no costume found which i feel like me as a middle schooler would not have had the ingenuity to do that yeah that's cool that's a cool kid yeah it's very good (laughs) one of my personal favorites was a girl that came in dressed as a frat boy yep and had a red solo cup that on it she had written the name chad (laughs) <laughs> and cody like she doesn't even know yet yeah. yet yeah. like she's she so wise beyond her years <laughs> she knows so much and she doesn't even know yet <laughs> yeah how, how many chads she's going to meet yeah that's very good uh can um, i tell you a couple highlights of costumes i sold this year i wanting to dress up i want nothing more okay i'll give you some of the hits there was one dude that wanted to be bob rastafarian which, yes, mm? culturally appropriative, but very good pun. Okay. So that was great. I had a couple who, one dressed up like a taco and one dressed up like Belle from Beauty and the Beast. And together Oh my god. <laughs> so Chris and I are going to do that next year. Chris and I are going to do that next year. Yeah. I'm going to tell him right now. Yep. And then there were approximately 17,000 kids doing Fortnite. And that was it. That's what I expected this to be like. I saw none. That's really great. They were all at my store. (laughs) (laughs) They were all just doing their little dances (laughs) in my store. That's so frustrating. Yeah. I had totally prepared myself for that. And none of them did it. I saw one Five Nights at Freddy's. Is that still trendy? That's (laughs) what I... still like that? I asked myself that same fucking question. And I didn't know. Do you want to talk about something that's not sad at all? AKA dogs, please? Yes. Can you tell me about this? I would be very happy about this article because it is a listicle about dogs and Halloween costumes, which is very good, right? It's the best. Very good. All most of these are very good photos. These are very good pups. I'm a huge fan. Can you tell me about where this is from? This is from (laughs) Jamaica Plain News. (laughs) Thank you. So it's, like, just a photo series of, like, dogs in their cute little costumes. It's great. Uh, the reason it came into our little inbox was because in the headline, <laughs> it lists a Fifty Shades of Grey pound costume, which is funny. I think that's funny. I think it's costume. great. And it's in line with our brand, right? Yes. But you look at the photo <laughs> of this fucking dog. <laughs> it's not even... Facing towards the camera, it's just, like, the butt of the dog. You see, like, a handcuff and, like, some fucking paint, like, swatches taped onto this dog. You get nothing. Like, I can, like, there's, there might be a mask that he's wearing? I'm not sure, because you can't see this dog's face. No. Every other dog is, like, full front, let's go. Everything's cute. You see the whole costume. It's great. Except the one in the headline of this new space. (laughs) Why are they trying to keep the mystery alive? Like, this is your article. (laughs) I can't believe. I'm furious. But I do respect the pun. I think it's very good. It's very good. I just love that it's a greyhound. And, like, the photo that they took, this dog is on the move. Like, it is is shying away from the paparazzo. (laughs) I just love it. Yeah. I love it very much. One of my personal favorites, too, is the dog that's dressed up as a lobster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the humans that have bibs. <laughs> like, I just... <laughs> it's very good. I 
everything about this is so pure. I just love that there's like two Ruth Bader Ginsburgs. Yeah. It looks like popular costume turns out. And I just I love that people are respecting RBG and like showing their love and affection for her <laughs> yeah. through their pets. I love that. I good. love that a lot. Let's talk about this fucking screen right corner. One of these days, they're going to find us. Yes, thank you. Thank you for the Foley work instead of just fucking editing that in like it's your job. Listen, I can intense it up in the editing, but I want to start a little easier. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So, Screen Rant Corner, as usual, um, they posted this today on All Hallows' Eve. Wow. The day, um, the year of our Lord, and the day of our Lord. <laughs> the day of our, of our colon and savior. Yeah. Um, I'm getting that as a tattoo, I swear nope. to God. Um, <laughs> it's, so, Screen Rant is talking about, it says, Twilight Star thinks reboot should wait for new technology. So, Kellen Lutz during this, like, promotional tour that they're doing for the 10-year anniversary, did a lot of interviews and was all... Everyone's asking, right? Like, when's the reboot coming? When is it coming? And he was like, yeah, totes. Reboot it. But, like, not now. Because the CGI is the same as it was three years ago, my dudes. Right. So he's definitely in for it because it would make him money have all of these things, and it'd be good for his career, but also, I think that he also recognizes as an actor that if he wants it to do well, it should be bringing something to the space. Yeah. And I'm glad that he is aware of that, as well as I'm sure most people are, that, like, it's it hasn't been enough time yet. Yeah. Which I think is good. But anyways, I just love the photo that they chose from Eclipse, because he is just moving and grooving. His hand, where is it going? Where is she? <laughs> He's just out, just out. That looks like he has ten fingers on one hand. I, speaking of CGI technology, like... <laughs> gave us this gift. <laughs> for real. That's very good. So our last piece of news for this week is a New Yorker piece. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Nice, 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 nice. Um, and I... I honestly don't remember. I, I don't know that I could have bet on the day that the New Yorker would be talking about Twilight again. Yeah. But here we are. And the first thing that this starts off with is vampire discourse has long been concerned with the undying allure of vampires. Do you ever just start and end a sentence with vampires? I, <laughs> that's a fucking schmood. I'll say that. Vampires, vampires, vampires. Vampires, vampires. Yeah, vampires. yeah, yeah. I also um, love this photo credit because it credits Edward Cullen as a creature of soft boy silkiness, mood. which is my gender identity. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely so looks like a soft boy right there, though. Oh, he's, they're he's not he's wrong. The softest this boy's ever looked. That is the most virginal. That yeah. boy has like the most blushing of brides right yeah. there. This boy has never seen a woman. <laughs> I was drinking. Stop. I almost broke my computer. Listen, I'm Jesus. sorry. The truth is just too pervasive. But... Oh, my God. But, yeah, so this this is tagged in the page turner category of The New Yorker. So, thanks for that. I think that. it's because it's also a book 
review. Because I think she talks about someone's book who, like, talks yes. about vampires. But I just love that Twilight is back in The yeah. New Yorker, and it's here. And I just am always here for what is deemed in this article as the bloodsucker fixation. Mood. So, great. And thank yeah. you. Love it. I love it. So this week, we we have so much to cover with this <sighs> awful movie that is Fifty Shades Darker. <sighs> yep. Yep. Now, as don't it always seem to go, um, that when <laughs> we... <laughs> When we do these, I'm, I've am i had my review. It's been tempering. It's been sure. marinating a little yeah. bit. Gotta and yours is... A little bit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And yours is hot off the presses. <laughs> yeah. So could you tell me just a few things right off the bat of, like, your initial reactions of this film? I would love that. Uh, but first, I would love to tell you the beverage pairing I made with this particular film. Tell me was everything. A very old can of Coors Light that was in my backyard for like probably two months. <laughs> was it cold? Yeah, it was cold. Yeah, it's cold outside, Allie. <laughs> okay, I'm just checking for it's your winter. personal health. It's winter. It's Christmas. <laughs> Remember, it's Christmas. Oh yes. Um, okay. Yes. So that's how I chose to consume this movie, and boy, was it an apt pairing. <laughs> shitty beer for a shitty movie, you know what yep, I mean? Yep, this movie sucks. Also, it's 17 hours long, and I know I, I like to exaggerate and everything, especially with numbers, but I'm not even kidding. No, <laughs> this is this was actually directed by Ken Burns. This took what? 17 <laughs> hours. Ken Burns directed sex. Yeah. Folks. Yeah, and his wildest directorial move yet. <laughs> Ken Burns is horny for all of it. Yeah. And what is all of it, you um, ask? You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, but also showing none of it, you know? Because yeah. I still haven't seen a peen, and I'm over it. I just, <laughs> come on. Ken Burn, Ken Burn wants that good, good tease. And I am over it. I just, how much also. more do I have to suffer <laughs> before I see a, see a penis? <laughs> Specifically <laughs> this man's penis. <laughs> Also, remember when I said peen and you canceled me off this podcast? Yeah, but when I do it, it's funny. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just feel robbed, Allie. I'm vulnerable right now. That's fair. I come here um, for one thing and I never get it. <laughs> that's fair. I just looked up the director from yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey, James Foley, and like, nice. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you think he's asked to make noises with his mouth, you know? <laughs> like, fucking shut up. <laughs> but also, this is a different director than the first movie. This is a new Correct. Guy. Yeah, it looks like he directed this one and the last one. Yeah, yeah. And when I Google his name, a lot of stuff comes up about Fifty Shades of Grey, sure. which leads me to believe that he hasn't done anything since then. Wait, Boom! Owned. Uh, I will oh. say that he also directed... Who's that girl starring Madonna? So that's yes, that's um, a moment. Yeah, he's worked with like Sean Peen, um, and <laughs> Al Penis, and yes, even Ma Vagina. I yeah, Madonna's fine. Madonna doesn't need a rude name, but those are you two quite finished. <laughs> no, no, because Sean Peen and Al Penis, they know stop. what they did. No, stop. They know. <laughs> 
My family has a long, blood-torn feud with those two men. They know what they've done. <laughs> we'll talk about it off air. Okay. This isn't funny. <laughs> um, okay, anyways. Also, I'm just looking now um, that apparently the... it. Yep. Did we know... I, I think, I know we've talked about this, but apparently I forget every time mm-hmm. that E.L. James's name was Erica Mitchell. Did, yeah, I think we talked about that, maybe. I'm going to drop a photo Maybe we into, just talked about Ice Dragon, whatever. Is <laughs> that her name? Ice Dragon. <laughs> yeah, it's her legal name. <laughs> is that her name? <laughs> That's not my name, you know? Oh my god. Hey, remember that? <laughs> I gotta go. This podcast is over. <laughs> we had fun um, here. We had a good run. I am trying so hard to put a photo into our document for you of James Foley because he looks so over talking about dick. And I just want to share it with you so bad. And Google is like, no, you got to want it more. Okay, there you go. Does his face not look like a fake face? It's, like, like, so scrunched. He looks like a robot, and someone just, like, put a mask over, like, just, like, a blank sort of robot head, and I was like, yeah, that's what humans look like. Assimilate. That's it. You got it. Is that what Alexa's dad looks like? Stop. (laughs) 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 I'm just... I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. This is what... No, sorry. We gotta keep on this for just a (laughs) No, let it die, please. No. (laughs) This guy looks like if Joaquin Phoenix turned into the robot in her (laughs) instead of just staying a human. (laughs) What is this guy... (laughs) What if this guy is so nice and we're... Okay. We're fuckheads. This guy is a veteran. Why are we dunking on him so hard? (laughs) Listen, you know listen. He knows what he did. He didn't. I, I'll dunk he knows on what he did. Don't even fucking test me. That's true. That's true. I also will dunk on any. I'll dunk on myself. I'll dunk on you. I'll dunk on your family. I'll dunk. I'm doing it right now. You're dunked. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> You're dunked. dunked. <laughs> yeah, because apparently I'm a character from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Okay, this movie is trash. Yep. I always forget that mm-hmm. these are Valentine's Day releases. Oh, that's true, yeah. So, keep that in mind. But yes, your initial thoughts are... Bad. Coors Light and, and bad. Coors Light. <laughs> that's a very okay. important... Yes. What are your initial thoughts, ma'am? So, I'm glad you asked. I paired it with an accouchement Ooh. of... Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Already stealing Halloween candy. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so I think Starburst. Yep. And water. Yeah, that's that seems alright. Yeah. Um, super interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, and my initial thoughts are this made money question mark? Yeah. But that's where I'm at personally. You watched the rated version. I yes. So. Yes. I watched the unrated version. Nice. Now nice. No, nice, nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> I'm sad to report though that there is not any penis differences. 
Um, Tragic. But apparently, according to an article that I'm looking at on moviecensorship.com, there are almost 14 more minutes in the unrated version. Jesus. It's already two hours. Like, two hours and ten minutes. Yes. No thanks. And just like last time, the unrated version also adds in, like, bullshit. You know? (laughs) Like, it's not just sex that they add in, but just, like, the uncut stuff. That they were like, eh, I don't know about this scene. They just dump it into the unrated version, which I think is buck wild, personally. One of the things, and this is very similar to last time, it's just like the sex scenes being longer. There's quite a few, but like the billiard scene, for example, uh-huh. was a little bit longer. Yeah, and the movie was more like kind of a montage. Yeah, it was not in my experience. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought it was fine. Like, I looked over at Chris and I was like, hey, when we read the book, this was, like, cute. Yeah, it's, he like, a like, cute little moment. And it... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot in this article that just says, the sex scene contains a bit more footage. Yeah. And that's about right. Like, that's basically just the unrated version. Is it just a little bit more? That's I don't great. know that I would... When I'm looking at these screenshots, it doesn't look like there's anything necessarily, like, quote-unquote raunchy that was added. Right. It was just more characterization and like exposition that was personally added how did you feel that the book to movie adaptation itself was in this things that i enjoyed well not enjoyed but things i thought were a good decision to keep out of this movie yes (laughs) one the actual auctioning off of women (laughs) that happens in the book does not happen in this movie very good 50 shades of gray good you learned something maybe Yes. Also could have been something that they just left in the cutting room floor, but I'm choosing to believe that they just didn't put it in because it is crazy. Right. <laughs> That's it, basically. <laughs> I think, Fair. yeah, I don't know. I think it was cool to, like, see some things, like, visualized, but, like, it just felt very similar to the book. Like, I wasn't yes. too out of my element being like, oh, this is different. You know what I mean? It was just kind of like, yeah, this is kind of what I read. There were a couple of things for me. Yeah. That they left out that I was glad for. Yeah. One being Dr. Flynn's influence. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. I was glad that wasn't in there. Yep. I was glad they kind of deleted, really, Ethan's character. Yeah. Good move. And, like, the relationship with Mia, because it didn't need to be included. I feel like he can just show up in the next movie, and it's like, oh, Mia has a boyfriend. Yeah. The other thing that I was going to mention was, I think that they're doing this intentionally, but they didn't do any of the house scenes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I have a feeling that that might just come up next movie. Yeah, because I feel like it ended with the, like, acceptance of the proposal and they had sex and whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, and then, like, that epilogue scene. But, like, it was very much just like, oh, we're just, like, gonna get married. It was great. It wasn't just like, oh, we're getting married. We're gonna get a house. All these things. Boop, 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 boop. You know what I mean? Right. That seems more like later down the road. Yes. Whereas in the book, they had, he had been, like house build and she was like what <laughs> like, <laughs> why <laughs> okay it yes that was wild and i'm glad that they kind of left that bit out oh i thought Even, of another thing please they're in the beginning at the art show uh oh, yeah in the book he like t- 
takes her in his car and is like, hey, we gotta talk. And then they, like, make up or whatever. And then they go to the art show together. But in this one, the timeline makes a lot more sense. Because she just, like, goes. She's, like, she has her little morning process or whatever. And then, like, goes to this art show. And then he's there. And then they do a talk. And then they get back together and it's bad. But, <laughs> like, it made a lot more Also, he didn't buy, like, all of the paintings, which was great. Or yeah, it felt a lot more, not good by means, but more no. realistic. Yeah, it felt say. like a real human scene instead of just him being like sup come in my van let's talk it's like no what (laughs) yeah exactly yeah they included less of her at work yeah than i had previously expected sure i don't know that that's a bad thing or a good thing it's just something that i noticed yeah it's a little off-putting because i mean this is also in the book too because we really have no idea uh who she is as a person but <laughs> in the movie, it's very much like a, she just starts this job and she's like, do, she like has a couple of inputs. And then like when Jack gets fired or Jack resigns, then she's like, she knows everything about everything. And like, there's no transition from those two moods. But yes. on the bright side, we don't get a lot of like hostile emails and like phone calls and stuff like that. But generally happens when we see her working anyway, not that we're actually going to see her working <laughs> at her job. Mm hmm. I think this might be a good time to talk about some of the changes that they made in general. Yeah. There were a couple of things that they they changed that I started to look up. Do you remember the vanilla ice cream sex scene they had? Yes. So that wasn't in there. And they just changed it with her getting vanilla ice cream and being like, your new favorite flavor. Also, sorry. This this is a college-educated woman, and she really is like, what is it that you call it? Vanilla? And it's like, I, you're an adult, Anna. Like, can you not know anything? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. What? I just don't understand. Like, the, the same thing happened in the first book when she was like, what's a butt plug? It's like, you're, an, you're a grown-ass woman. I don't understand how you missed any of this. What? Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Read a fucking um, book, Anna. You love books. <laughs> and I know she was by, trying to be, like, funny and quippy. Yeah. But that definitely did come off very, like, kink-shaming in that moment. No, but, like, but even before then, there's, like, another scene where they were, like, talking, negotiating a relationship or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, what do you call it? A vanilla relationship? And it's right. like, ma'am, you're a grown-up. <laughs> like, Have you watched TV ever? <laughs> Have you seen anything? Have you been outside? <laughs> God. It's so bad. Yeah. Other changes that they made, Jose lives in Seattle, so they didn't have to, like, travel for the um, art show, Yeah, which I think made more sense. Yep. Jack was at the masquerade ball. He was, like, in the staircase. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, being the creepiest person taking photos of the family. It was so weird. Also, the guy who plays him is, like, the slimiest dude in the world. Like, they did a really For good job real. of casting him. He was gross to even watch. Yeah, he definitely gave me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, no thanks. For sure. Like, he did a good job at uh-huh. his role, but too much that I was like, Ugh. Other things that changed. The sexy work emails that are, like, a huge part of the book. Like, just, a like, major plot exist. point. <laughs> like, yeah, that, like, doesn't exist. Because early on in the movie, mm-hmm. Christian gives her an iPhone yep. instead of the BlackBerry. Thank God. And so, in theory, she knows how to use a different server <laughs> for her email <laughs> instead of her work email. The Maybe thing... Oh, <gasps> 
One day. The thing that pissed me off so much, though, is she left her fucking dinger on the whole movie. I could not believe. (laughs) She was at work in this, like, open room workspace like startups do. And her fucking dinger is going off on her iPhone. Fucking come on. (laughs) Ma'am, you're an adult woman. (laughs) You're at your job. Be respectful. Also, in a similar vein, my favorite part of this movie was when her and Christian were arguing about the New York trip. And he was just like furiously typing, texting her back during like an important meeting with like investors. It was so funny. And he's just like pouting and like visibly texting. Like he's above the table, just like having a fit where like all these business people are just like talking (laughs) around him. And it's like, Christian, put your fucking phone down. I know. He was so disrespectful. It was hilarious. (laughs) You own this company now. And you're just doesn't give a fuck (laughs) no yeah he couldn't even do the decent thing that like most people do which is setting it on the table and texting right he was just like phone in front of his face (laughs) elbows on the table (laughs) (laughs) no manners at all (laughs) other things that were different is jose was at christian's birthday party yeah at the the end (laughs) (laughs) why did he get an invite they christian was like during his speech he was like family friends jose <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> who There's the fuck invited this dude that i love very much and they're close to be also this fucking random dude <laughs> <laughs> this asshole who like won an instagram competition to be at my birthday party <laughs> god damn it jose yeah. who are you even other things that are different. Oh, Jesus Christ. Layla's gun goes off? Oh my god, That yeah. fucking made me jump so bad. <laughs> I was just, I did not expect it to go off. And it so when it did, I was spooky. like, yeah. ma'am. <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> listen, I know this whole movie is about ghosts and guns, but like, God, Jesus, stop. No thanks. What did you think about the casting for her? Um, I think she doesn't look like <laughs> <laughs> or no. like i just at least give her bangs like i don't know for real <laughs> i just thought that like I, she's just like a small like fair white girl with like dark hair and i'm like all right i guess <laughs> and so you just found someone on the street that was like here you go yeah she's just a brunette it's yeah, like right <laughs> christian do you just think all brunettes are the same person <laughs> Like, you're just an asshole, Like, this, this is my mom, and this is my mom, and this girl's my mom. <laughs> it's like that fucking Dr. Seuss book, Are You My Mom? <laughs> Christian's just walking book. up to everybody. Are book. you my mom? <laughs> it's just every lady with brown hair. <laughs> oh, can someone please Photoshop Christian onto that baby bird from Are You My... I think it's Are You My Mother. Yeah. Let me look it up. I'm going to put it in the show notes right now. That book gave me so many abandonment issues as a fucking kid. Oh my god. I'm going to... I'm going to put this photo in the fucking show notes right now. This is too good. It's so good. Cody. What? (laughs) Look at it. Look at Christian. Is that not him? Is that not his little face? Is that baby bird? Yeah. Are you my mom? <laughs> that cat is me. It's like, fuck that, you. <laughs> that cat is high and does not have time to deal with this right yeah, now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. 
Christian gives Anna a whole bunch of, like, Mac products. Like, hi, welcome. This right. movie is sponsored by Apple. <laughs> um, but in the book, he gives her that iPad full of really sappy love songs. He doesn't do that in here, thank God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, can we talk about the keychain? Please? It's so much worse looking at it than just reading about it. <laughs> it's very because bad. here's the fucking thing. It's not engraved, mind you. It's It lights up. Like, you press mm-hmm. a button on the keychain and it lights up and says yes. Also, the font is Comic Sans. Well, yeah, there's there's also that. There's mostly Part. that. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's horrible. Um, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's um, the worst thing I've ever seen. I almost just, and I, was, I came through so far and then I just threw my laptop out into the sea. <laughs> just. He treats it like it's the best gift he's ever seen. I can't, I mean, this really, I guess, attests to his, like, horrible childhood and everything, but this man does not know what a good gift is because Anna only gives bad gifts. A, that stupid keychain. True. B, a box full of his own stuff (laughs) that she just wants to use with him. These are all not gifts. These are not gifts. She doesn't understand anything forever. No. (sighs) Anna... Let's have a talk about gift giving. Let's do a gift giving guide for <laughs> One thing that I did want to mention, this isn't a change. I just constantly forget that Rita Ora is in this yeah. movie franchise. Yep. It's very jarring every time. And I'm just like, oh shit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Speaking of surprising and jarring, can we talk about the soundtrack? Yes. Because, oh boy. Oh boy. Are there, so don't get me wrong, there are some bops, but the one thing is I forgot how many of these singles were, like, popular at the time that this came out. Yeah. I completely forgot about the Zayn and Taylor song that came out. Oh, yeah. And so when they played that, I was like, oh my god, I was (laughs) transported. But one of the things that I also was surprised about, I guess I wasn't surprised, but was completely annoyed, really, is their songs are so on the nose that when I had the subtitles on, it was basically like they were speaking instead because the lyrics were so obvious about what they were trying to convey in that moment. But don't get me wrong. Like, the music was fine. Yeah. Um... I love a good Sia. There's... I will say, this is more of a scoring thing and not a soundtrack thing, but... Yeah, let's talk about Danny Elfman for a second. Let's talk about (laughs) Danny Elfman, because the first fucking scene makes it seem like a horror movie. Like, it seems like a fucking Carpenter movie. (laughs) Like, after the the art show, and they, like, leave together, and they, like, you know, have a little moment or whatever, it sounds Mm -hmm. like someone's gonna get murdered. (laughs) Like, I don't know why they did that. It's supposed to be happy, and everyone's supposed to be in love again, or whatever, but it's just like, here's the fucking Shining, let's go. (laughs) Like, what? Well, and that's because Danny Elfman, as we talked about last time, is known for... All of the the movies that we know of, yeah. like Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. and Beetlejuice and like Edward Scissorhands, like he is a suspense master in theory. And so it what should have just been like somber, yeah, and grieving, sure, um, was instead like, is she gonna die? <laughs> Are these roses gonna kill her? <laughs> Not the right tonal shift, no, by any means. No, 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 no. Oh, Danny, you have so much work to do before Fifty Shades Freed. 
and there's nothing I can do because you already did. Oh God, this movie is a mess, yeah. and it's just the worst. Um, the last thing I personally wanted to talk about was Jack. So yes, his actions are a lot more obvious. Yeah, in the movie. Which fair, like fair, I guess. Right, sure. Um, how did you feel like he was portrayed? And it, like obviously the casting, but yeah. how do you think his actions were? Um, I do agree. I think it's it was very on the nose, which might also come with just having it being in a visual format. But I think there were kind of more subtle ways to do it instead of him being like. I can make you come and whatever. I'm like, oh. okay, sir, stop it. Yeah, I've never been drier in my whole life. Yeah. And I think there also wasn't a lot of, like, dialogue because we didn't see her at work as much in the movie. There wasn't that kind of relationship that was building up. It was more just kind of like, hey, I'm your boss. And then it was like, hey, we're going to New York. And it's like, hey, I want to fuck you and fuck your boyfriend. It's like, what? Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa. (laughs) Yeah, and Anna's like, wait, together? And he's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) They have different meanings, Anna. You're 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 a writer. You can figure it out. You see yeah. context, and then ten minutes later, it's like I'm gonna fucking murder you. It's like what? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, yeah. It like, was like his arc already makes no sense in the book, but this in the movie definitely doesn't make any sense. And there's just like no trajectory anywhere. There's supposed to be this characterization built up with him, of like a man scorned or right, something. Yeah. So that when you get to the epilogue, it's like, oh shit, he's the one that brought the helicopter down, and he's about to do damage. But when, right. to me, when it got to the epilogue scene, I they hadn't established enough for me to care, personally. Right. It was just like, uh, yeah, that's the guy who snuck into the house. <laughs> yeah, whoops. <laughs> and now he just ruined that photo he tried really hard to take. By burning it with a cigarette? From the back, coming forward, it was seems the really most, unsafe. It was a incredibly unsafe, but also just inefficient. <laughs> like, yep, <laughs> looked like it took a really long time. Yeah, like he really had to like line it up where the face was, like, but from the back where the cigarette mm-hmm. was, and then push it forward and burn it so it looks like his face burned. It's so involved <laughs> for no one, like under the assumption that no one is watching him do this. <laughs> it was so wild. Yeah, so bad. Yeah. What are your final thoughts on this movie? I think I had just as much of a lousy time as I did last one. I didn't feel particularly worse about it. I didn't feel particularly better about it. These Mm -hmm. both have been better than the book so far, which is the lowest of bars, but still a Mm -hmm. bar nonetheless. (laughs) Right. The soundtrack slapped, even though it was a little corny. Yes. The sex scenes were fine. It's just like, let's do this 17 times and see if we can play it up. Like, I really understood what Dakota Johnson was saying when she was like, how do we make this different? Because really, there's a lot of sex scenes in there. You gotta make them different. Right. Um, I completely agree. Yeah, it was fine. It's, you know, I mean, it's a it's a bad source material, so it's gonna be bad. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think... It's very easy to imagine that Jamie and Dakota were not stimulated as professionals on this film. Yeah. uh, Just because it's so redundant of a script that they're not being challenged. And so I can imagine that it's very easy to just tune out 
Sure. Because they definitely are not doing their best work. And I don't know that that's the fault of them so much as it's the fault of the writers and the people on that side of things. Sure. That they're not giving them really good source material to do their best work on that side. Um, so Jamie Dornan has the capacity to be so much hotter if you just let him. And so does Dakota Johnson. And like, give so- her the emotional comple- complexity that she deserves. God, I'm furious. What it could have been, you yeah. know what I mean? Other than that, the music did slap. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. It went on quite long. Yep. And Cut the fat. Too long. And one of the things that I noticed is this movie didn't really have the, like, fun quips or necessarily, like, new excitement that the first one did when it came to Anna's experiences. Yeah. And so there was just a lot more grieving on her side, which we knew from reading it. And so I think that that just changes the tonal experience that it has. Yeah. Which, I don't know, that's not, like, the fault of anyone other than E.L. James writing it, you know? Predictions for the next book. Ooh, I don't know how much longer we can, like, what else, what are we, <laughs> what is, I, marriage, yes, maybe a house, who fucking knows. That seems like the plan Murder, is. question mark? Who's to say? <laughs> Hopefully someone fucking dies. <laughs> oh, God. Fingers crossed, everyone. <laughs> Yeah. Marriage seems obvious for them. Yeah. The house seems like a logical next step. Yeah. Um, I think this final confrontation between Christian and Jack is bound to happen. <sighs> he seems very adamant about having sex with her without protection, which can only yeah. be like a, I want you to get pregnant so that you don't have to work and you can only stay laid up in my home kind of thing, which I'm sure will be happening at some point soon. So those are my predictions anyways. um, And we'll find out because next week we are reading the first two chapters of Fifty Shades Freed. Uh, Woot, 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 woot. Trust me all, we, I don't, I actually, I won't speak for Cody. I genuinely love this podcast. I enjoy doing it every yeah. single week. It's just hey. the source material. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I love it too. Don't. Hey. Um, I just don't want to speak for you, is all. Um, yeah. No, I love it, and I love all of you. Yeah. It's just. All right. Listen. Hey. Listen. <laughs> We're all in this together, okay? We're all suffering here. We're all in this together. Love. Yep. Okay, We're doing this for fucking, you. Don't pull a fucking high school musical reference out of it. Don't. Put it away. What? You don't want me to break free from what you want and to soar into that song? All right. I gotta go play the or something. <laughs> Bake some fucking creme brulee. Creme brulee? <laughs> you are Zeke. Like, let's be real. Okay. Well, you want to be that skater boy, see you later boy, but yeah. you're Zeke. Like, let's be real. Um, it's my cancer curse. I'm sorry. <laughs> I oh just my god. Bake. <laughs> just forever baking creme brulees and staring longingly at Ashley Tisdale. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> that was my whole adolescence. <laughs> yeah, like that's if that's not you, I don't know what is. Let's we have a couple of Patreon folks to thank. Um when you're listening to this, not only is it Christmas, but it's the first week of Christmas, which means Ow. new folks are more than welcome. Get that money in. Um Let's go. Join. Let's hang yes. Out. So we have a couple of folks. This week we decided to have you all. So this was 
added to our Google Daily Digest. It is an article from Elite Daily that is 36 Instagram captions for holiday engagement pics in case Bay pops the question. And I think it was included in here because they quote uh, Twilight. Yes, they do. They quote Breaking Dawn. Um, But we are going to use this to talk about our patrons. So Shannon Clearwater, one of our fantastic patrons, um, in case you're Bay, um, or in case you're the Bay and you want to pop the question, um, here's a good Instagram caption for you. Number 23, in all the, quote, in all the world, there is no heart for me like yours. In all the world, there is no love for you like mine, my Angelou. Cute. Yeah. Shout out to Katie Weber. Bow, 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 bow. Who's going to be number 33. Shit just got real, like diamond real. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, Katie. <laughs> Let's get this bread. <laughs> And shout out to Simon Steele. And Simon, thank, yep, thank, hey, thank you. (laughs) Um, Simon, I cannot decide between one for you, so I'm going to do two. You have a choice between number 25, which is, quote, he stole my heart, so I'm stealing his last name. Um, Or, quote, tis the season to sparkle. So, either one. And that'd be a good one if you married a vampire, so keep it in mind. So just think, hey, Simon, just think about it. Just think about it. Hey, Simon. Hey, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what. Here's what. Simon. Simon says. Oh, my God. <laughs> how many times. That one hey, Simon. <laughs> hey, Simon, how many times have you gotten that? Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You pay us money. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> just fucking berate me. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. I have a fan fiction for you this week because no one sends them in anymore because they don't love us. This was published on October 28th of 2015. It was written by Ash Bax. Great. The title is A Gray Halloween. The summary is A Fun Story of Halloween Night with a Gray Family Told by Christian. This is from Chapter 1. That's not the beast, that's Chewbacca, I say to Taylor, who's holding up the mammoth woolly Halloween costume in front of my desk at my office. Costume is putting it lightly. That's like saying Bigfoot is fun size, like those candies the kids will get trick-or-treating tonight. I can barely see Taylor past the ratted tufts of what's supposed to be fur, but looks more like shreds of old rug a dog went to town on. How the fuck can I walk the neighborhood in that thing? I specifically ordered Beauty and the Beast costumes for tonight, not Star Wars. This is what they sent over? That's not an acceptable answer. End scene. Great. So, just imagine Christian as a beast? Or imagine him as Belle, you know? Yeah, whatever. Live your truth. Yeah. As we say here in Forks. Get it. This is an Earbud Media production. You can find us on Twitter at Earbud Media and listen to the rest of our shows. You can find this show on Twitter at Into the Twilight, 
as well as intothetwilight.show. You can send us an email at intothetwilightshow at gmail.com. You can also become a sponsor of the show or buy some merch at intothetwilight.bigcartel.com. Our art is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at yourghosttoast44 on Instagram, and our music is done by Eli Krauss, you can find at Eli Sauerkraus and KrausFilms.com. The intro and outro is by KB Smith, you can find at KB underscore underscore Smith on Twitter. You can find Allie on Twitter at IntoWildPlaces, and you can find me at Dyke Discourse. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone.